Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Good morning, Anonymous. Good morning. Okay, so what is this idea you have? So, I just found out that my husband of two and a half years is cheating on me, and I am on my way to the pawn shop to sell our engagement ring. It was a family heirloom from his grandmother, and I do not give a (gasps) (laughs) Okay. Um, all right, well... Oh, no. What? Well, how did you find out he's cheating? How do you know for sure he's cheating on you? Let's start there. Okay, so I found some emails. I found some texts on his phone. I found some holiday cards in his car from this I don't know who she is yeah. I don't care who she is yeah how long has this been going on for four five months oh. <laughs> how long have you guys been married two and a half years okay what's up with this ring then <laughs> this was family heirloom and like when he gave it to me we had it appraised it's worth like ten thousand dollars wow oh damn yeah okay. yeah so I'm gonna take this ring and I am going to sell this ring and then I'm going to take an amazing trip to Turks and Caicos with my girlfriend. And I'm not even going to tell him that I'm going to do that. I'm just going to post it. And then he's going to be like, why are you on a plane? Why are you at Turks and Caicos? And I'm going to be like, why did you cheat on me? Wow. Oh, God. Okay. So you're not you're not going to say like... Wait, are you going to tell him that you are using the money after selling the ring? Like, are you just going to, like, wait for that bomb to drop, like, when you get home? Like, how is that supposed to go down? Oh, no. I'm going to tell him. On the beach. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. Okay, all right. 410-583-1065. So this is how the segment works now, is that we need you to call in. And, like, is this this her right? Because it was a ring that was given to her. She was cheated on. And I get it. It sucks. Who over here is being like, yes, go for it. Call us with that. And who's on the other side being like, we need to talk her out of this because that's a grandma ring. You know, know. Jess, do we talk her out of it or should go for it? I'm not discrediting your feelings or your state of mind right now. I can't even imagine. I don't know what I would be doing if I was in your exact position. I just feel like because this is so fresh and raw that I don't want you to do something that you're going to regret for the rest of your life. And I feel like... If this was just like, you know, something he paid for it with his money. I, honestly, girl, I'd tell you to sell it and go on a vacation. But I think because it was his grandmother's and, That's it's been like in the, it, and the ring, the it's up. not just about him, but like maybe what that ring means to his family. I mean, all I can feel right now is just like the angriest anger, yeah. like the fieriest fire of course. that has ever come out of my heart. And I'm not thinking about 
that time in the future. Right. And if you really want it, you can go back and buy it. I mean, not, whatever. I mean, you're not I'm wrong. happy to tell him where I where I took it. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay. Okay, so you know when I got cheated on, I didn't do anything of dramatic. Which is weird for me, right? It's not a character. Um, do I wish I would have, in a sense? Maybe. Is there part of me that wishes that I could have evened the score a little bit? Would that have maybe helped the process a little bit? I just don't think it's fair because it's going to make you look bad and like how he's going to make you out to seem to his family. And even but does it matter? I don't want the tables to turn and get manipulated to where like she's to blame and she's this bad person because of what she's done and that take away the attention okay. from what her husband has done to her. 410-583-1065. Anonymous is saying, I found out that my husband of two and a half years has cheated on me. I want to go sell my engagement ring, which was his grandmother's, for over $10,000 and just take a trip with it and not even tell him. Is that good revenge or do we talk her out of it? Hey, Krista from uh, Owens Mills. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, should we talk her out of it or should she go for it? No, she should totally go for it. And why? Because... I actually did the same thing, but I think that, well, not the trip. I would have, like, that's a genius idea, by the way. <laughs> um, it was the wedding band, though, that was the grandmother's. I sold them both, absolutely. Did you? Yeah, I mean, uh, don't. Okay, so this you don't is a, give it back. Well, it's, it's a, a gift. Okay. It's a great question. Now, this, so how, how long ago was this? Oh, my gosh. This was 2006. Okay, so over, uh, so 15 years ago. Did you... Do you have remorse now? Because I think that's the kind of question we have. Will you yeah, feel like, guilty you about feel? this once everything settles? Um, no, I don't have remorse. Okay. okay. No, it's good. It's good to hear. It's actually really Well, I mean, can I just say, like, I was told on Christmas Eve, like, hey, I don't know if I want to be married anymore. And then the more digging I dug, all of a sudden I found out he'd been sleeping with someone else. And we've been together since we were teenager. Oh. So, it wasn't like, so no. I mean, and I and I loved his family. Yes. And they also turned their backs on me and things like that. And I yes. had, I was completely blind by yes. it. Okay. So, so no regrets. I mean, no, no regrets. Okay. I don't regret anything. It's, 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 <laughs> good. It's, it's, no, we it's, need that perspective. It's good to hear that. I'm glad you called. Thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, how much money did you get for you? I'm just, just, just genuinely curious. Mine was like eight grand for the whole shebang. And, and so what did you do with that money? <laughs> you just had fun with it? Oh, oh no, your phone's oh, wait, breaking no, you up. Cut out, your you cut out. You cut out. Wait, wait, what'd you do with the money? Oh, no, we lost Are you there? her. I can't hear her. Oh, oh wait. Oh. Oh. oh, we lost her. Uh, okay, all right. Jillian from Glen Burnie, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Do we talk her out of this? Why has no one mentioned counseling, therapy, just like, maybe even just like slugging it out? I mean, how disrespectful to the family to hawk a family heirloom. I just think there's just all sorts of selfishness, like circling this whole situation. You think she's being selfish because she's angry because her husband just cheated on her? I mean, yeah. You know, the thing is, you make those vows for life. And so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sit down and you gotta try to figure that out before you go destroying family things. That's all I'm saying. You know, I haven't told many people this, but my husband actually cheated on me. And you know, in the end, it actually made us stronger. You know, th- this is a two-way street. It is not just the, it is not just the man's fault. 
she was probably doing something in that thing that was probably not very good either. And we had just haven't heard all that side of it. And I'm just saying that you gotta you gotta at least try. Uh, oh, when you, you say you okay, start destroying family heirlooms. But infidelity so, is not always a two way street. Sometimes people are terrible people and they cheat on people. Yeah, like, I, I, not, I don't I don't agree with that. I, do, I don't think that is fair. But uh, but from your perspective, uh, I mean, don't you think there are some marriages with that go through affairs that would not be I mean I don't know that, that, that all people can get over it you know well the thing is is that you have to at least try you have to try for for your lord and your savior you have to you you take these vows for a reason you have to figure this out okay you all have right. to at least attempt. It is selfish to just chuck things before you even try. Okay. Thank you. So so she she just needs to not not do either. Okay. Uh thank you for calling us. Sure. Hey Julie from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Do we talk her out of this? Yeah, definitely. And um, why? Well, like I went through the same thing in my marriage and it was literally around the same time we were together about the same time and things ended up working out. She needs to let this settle in. You know, she's just in the anger phase of it. It's kind of like grief, you know, like at first it hits you and, you know, hurts your stomach, then you're yeah. angry. No, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She needs to let this settle because I'm not worried about him. He's an asshole. Yes. <laughs> but I'm worried about her later because they might be able to salvage. Marriage is serious. You're making a promise to each other, but you're also making promises in front of your family and God. And, you know, it might be salvageable. So, and, well, in your marriage, if you don't mind us just asking, like, in your marriage, I mean, you guys obviously, you worked through it. Are you glad that you did that? Or do you wish maybe in hindsight that you would have just, like, let go? Cut I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad because we have a blended family. Yeah. And our, it took us a while to get our kids all adjusted and everything. Right. And, they, they would have been way worse off, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We're happy now, and you know. So I mean, things things can seem so dark and so sure, bad in that moment. Okay, all right. So right. talk her out of it. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. I'm glad you, you called. Bye. Wendy from Jarrettsville. Good morning. Good morning. Do, do we tell her to go for it, or do we talk her out of it? We talk her out of it. Why? Okay. Husbands are absolutely replaceable, but that ring is a family heirloom, and there has to be someone else in that family that um, could get that ring. Okay, that deserves it. And that's see, that's where I, like what I was just saying. Like, I'm just afraid that like how like who I don't know if it's the mom's ring. Or no, no, mom, it could be either or. Is. And why was he the son who got it? Like, but maybe no. But you are correct. Maybe one of his other siblings, if he has any, or even another family member, should have been given it instead of him. Exactly, it's a grandmother's ring. I mean, we don't know. Does his parents have siblings? There's cousins out there. Yeah. You know, there's other family members that can who use the ring. That ring. And that's that's she my could fear. drain that. She should drain their bank account and go on that vacation and get her revenge 100. percent But not with that. <laughs> Not the ring. Okay. That's a good point. All right. I'm glad you called. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, Anonymous. Yeah. So, thoughts? I'm just so, so pissed. Yeah. And you have a right to be. No, you have a right to be. It's normal. Like, it's normal. that we're telling you that you are wrong and feeling the way you do. And and we're not doing that at all. Right. So, do you think you still want to sell it at this point? Yeah. I did nothing you heard that, like, make, make you want to pause. No, because I don't care what it looks like. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about is how it feels. 
Yeah. Is, is there any way that we can maybe like what what if you just give yourself 24 hours to think it over? Like is there any way we can convince you to do that? I just want you to have some time before you do something like off of an emotion that you I'm not telling you what you want to do is wrong. I just feel like you just need a couple more hours to think it Instead over. Instead of selling it right now, like just kind of chill for a sec. If if this time tomorrow you're still feeling the same way, then at least you've said, all at right, least you know. I paused, of course. I thought about it. I think you need more time, but at least 24 hours just to, like, let it digest. I can... Can you try to promise 20, that? <laughs> 20, yeah, 24 hours. Okay. That's it. Like 24 hours. Just, just, looking at the clock. 24 just as friends. Hours. Just as friends. Well, what we ask with this segment, though, because obviously we get super curious on how these kind of things turn out. Can you call us back... On Monday at live, when we first started talking about this, like 825 on Monday and tell us if you actually did end up selling the ring going on this trip. And then what we say is because I don't want to get your phone number. We, we keep you completely anonymous. If, if we don't hear from you, though, we just have to assume the absolute worst thing happened. And maybe you're already on your trip. I don't you, know. You may already be on the trip. We don't know. <laughs> you may be yeah, chilling on the beach at this point. But can we just. Can that yeah. be can that be our agreement? Yeah. That's amazing. That. That's amazing. Yeah, I can do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It's Thursday. And Jess, what do we say on Thursday? One more sleep. One more sleep, y'all. Yeah. One more sleep. I gotta be honest, this week hasn't felt... It's been busy. Yeah. This is our first week back in the flow after everything, you mm-hmm. know, after the holidays and COVID break and now we're back. But like, it hasn't, it's like, oh my God, it's Thursday. I'm having one of those kind of weeks, you know? It's like, oh my God, it's Thursday. That's cool. Yeah. First like, oh my God, it's Thursday. For me, it feels like the longest and fastest week at the same time. So I feel yeah. like that's how I feel yeah. about it, to be The honest. days are slow, but the week is fast. How about that? Is that uh, fair? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so six o'clock club, good morning. Happy Thursday. Thanks for being here. We, um... We're having some issues. Yeah, so for some reason, our text line is not updating. Should I just read check-ins from yesterday morning because it's typically the same people? Let's just assume who's here right 
I'm just yes. gonna I'm just gonna like pop off because yeah. it's typically like the squad. And yeah. if I miss anyone, I'm sorry. Hopefully, it updates at some point this morning or a little later in the show. So here we go. Veronica, good morning. What Chuck up? E is here. Beautiful <laughs> Beverly, Josie, and PA, LG, the sassy scientist, our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber, delightful Debbie, Kenny from PA. <laughs> Stephanie Lynn, I'm sure uh, Mrs. Kelly, our pharmacy tech from Baltimore, is here. Jess in Aberdeen, Sarah and Sue, Crystal, our pharmacy tech in Baltimore, Washington Pharmacy, Johnny E, Terrence, Ooh. Jake the Jogger, <laughs> uh, Jess R from Westminster, Adrian, our BC- BCPS teacher. Yesterday was her first day back from virtual day, so that today will be your third. <laughs> Mr. W, good morning. Uh, Anthony from Catonsville, hello. D-Rod, the crew chief, hello. Darlene, Amanda, and Debbie, Chief 402 from the Eastern Shore. Lori, Ricky, Sherry from Severn, Hopadope, Jojo, and Kenny and Dundalk. Uh, Bonnie, our dental assistant from Laurel. Lisa, good morning. Stephanie of Nottingham, hello. <laughs> Kathy in Parkville. Uh, who else is up with us? Holston, the nice guy in Columbia. There you go. I don't know what's going on with our text line. I'm not sure why messages aren't coming through. But here's, again, I don't really know technology that well. But what if, like everybody listening right now, even if you're not part of the six o'clock club, just like bombards our text line, and then maybe there's so many texts that come through, it like starts it back. Maybe. But you know what, though? This morning, I had no service on my phone. And I don't know if that has to do with, like, what's happening or whatever. But, like, I had no bars on my phone. And I had to restart my phone. Like, it had, like, no service. Like, I couldn't, like, call anyone or get any calls. You paid your bill, though? So, yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if this is, like, an internet thing on our end. You know what I'm saying? I always assume that. Like, that's the first two things that happen. Whenever something's not working, let's take a cell phone, for example. It's not working. Number one, I'm like, first thing that goes to my head is, like, oh, my God. Like, did I, because mine's on automatic payment, so I'm like, oh my God, did I run out of money? Mm-hmm. First thing, or like, did someone hack into my bank account and like steal all my money? Yeah. And then my bill couldn't go through. Yeah. First irrational thought that goes through my head. Second irrational thought that goes through my head is like, oh my God, is the government like watching my phone? Oh. And like monitoring every text and like maybe there's a glitch between me and the government right now. I automatically think that the power is about to go out any second <laughs> and like everything's about to shut down. That's what I think. I'm like, oh my God, is this is like the show on? Is the music on the radio right now? Like our, why are there, why do I not have any service on my phone? So I feel like it's definitely like our fault right now. But I don't think that most people feel that way. Like if your phone wasn't working and you could text us, we can't get it because the government's watching us. Who knows? But, like, if your phone wasn't working, like, what's the first thing that's going to go through your head? Most, I think most rational people would just be like, oh, it's a service outage. Okay, no big deal. I'll wait eight minutes or maybe restart my phone and it'll work fine. I got scared because sometimes it's, like, only me in the building just for, like, a few minutes. And I was like, what happens? What am I supposed to do? My phone's not working. Like, what if I get locked in here? Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't think we're normal. I got scared. I don't think it's a rational, normal thought. Texas, we can't get it. Well, actually, they all come through. It'll come through like, you know, 930 this morning. I'm still going to say names, though. (laughs) Yeah. Just assuming who's here today. Classics. It feels weird without it. 410-583-1065. I think the Baltimore top three is going to be ready to go, yeah? Yes. All right. So is Pete Davidson hosting the Oscars? Because he just might. I've got all the details for you next in the Baltimore top three. No. 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 Stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess.
Number three. Maryland's grocery stores are struggling to keep products on their shelves as well as workers amid the surge in Omicron and ongoing supply chain issues. There have been pictures of empty shelves in grocery stores in the state that have been circulating everywhere online. The recent winter weather has also played a role in this, but the variant has caused more people to call in sick, which is leaving a lot of stores understaffed. Experts confirm that as demand stays the same but supply goes down, prices will continue to go up. And some locally owned groceries, uh, grocery stores have also faced challenges through this time, but small businesses do have more flexibility in filling vendor voids than chain grocers. But grocery stores are expected to return to a sense of normalcy in the next three to four weeks once workers are able to return to their shifts. Our statewide positivity rate is 26.91%. I was thinking last night, what a crazy time to be alive. Have yeah. you seen those pictures? It's kind of scary. I know. It's just, it's, I, I feel bad for like teenagers right now i was thinking the same thing i was talking to my parents about this about my sister recently. yeah yeah, yeah. she's actually a great example my she's sister 18. is my sister just turned 19 yeah. last october uh the pandemic hit pretty much the middle to middle of her high school situation didn't go to prom didn't walk across the stage had a car parade graduation party right. that we put together for her like she's barely just you know gone on her first trip away you know to mexico but like it's it's really unfortunate and i feel bad for them and they are so so strong high yeah. school students even just young kids having to do virtual learning so i'm proud of them i just life was i mean maybe uh, this is just me getting older but i think life was so much easier even like seven years ago and all of a sudden, that thing just got crazy. I don't really know what, what I'll start. I think it's like a bunch of things started stirring up. I think it'll get back to normal. It's just going to take a second for us to just get flushed through some of this stuff. Yeah. Number two. Campbell's Soup has released two limited edition scented candles based on their soups. One is tomato soup and grilled cheese. And then the other is chicken noodle soup. And they look like real stackable cans of soup. And both are paired with the winter warm-up guide, which will feature activities for parents and kids that include family-friendly recipes, games, and more. But it doesn't sound like they're going to have them in stores. So if you want to get one for your home, you have to find them online at camp.com. How much do you think these candles cost? Uh, you each. know you know, I always either each. under or Of course, or not together. It. Each. 20 bucks. 24 bucks. Okay. Also, it's though, high, while supplies last, they're available for $24 each, but 10% of the proceeds will help benefit Feeding America. Okay. That's cool. I learned a fun fact about our friend Jess over here yesterday. Hmm. Never had tomato soup. Oh, yeah. No. Never had tomato soup in our life. I don't understand it because to me, I just felt like it looks like melted ketchup in a bowl. <laughs> so, like, what, I mean, well, why would you do that? Loki. You know? Number one. Looks like Tom Holland may have some competition for the Oscars hosting gig. The 94th Annual Academy Awards will host, well, they'll have a host for the first time since 2018. And Tom previously expressed interest and is reportedly already in talks for the job. But now we're hearing that Pete Davidson is also in the running. The Academy is also considering Kramer's favorite person on the planet, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh. and Chris Rock. But according to an insider, the producers are already in talks with Pete's people. Apparently, they're looking for a reset to bring in younger viewers. And Pete, who recently hosted a New Year's Eve special with Miley Cyrus, which is pretty chill, by the way, has the appeal that they want. I don't know. Could you imagine? I, they better not. Like, not. honestly, I'm on the Pete Davidson train. train. I love. I, I support him, and I have yeah. always, but I better not see that man hosting the Oscars. It's not right. It's not. I feel like they, <laughs> they have right. to go after, like, my parents, you know? Really? Because I'm not, I'm not watching it. I mean, there's... No, no matter who's hosting it, I'm not watching But my parents, for sure, would sit down and probably spend three or four hours in but front what, of TV. But what's annoying, though, is if he hosted... 
you know so many people would watch and that's what they're trying they're what? trying to give viewership would up you because know? it's been so of course you would watch it you would sit down and out physically of, watch out the of show pure curiosity to see how this whole thing would go not only Pete's performance but just like the energy and the vibe of the audience and how they would take to him i, I would know. totally watch it i don't think i would still this is Jess and that was your top 3 time for throwback thursday yes Jess's favorite segment of the week mm-hmm. uh, very simplistic what we do is we just take a look back at the number 1 songs in Maryland in, in previous years and then I'll take you to a moment in pop culture that happened today and this one honestly at first I'm like I'm not that interested in this it just didn't seem like it was going to be the most interesting topic until I started doing some research and today was actually a pretty monumental day mm-hmm. in music and I'll explain in a couple seconds let's count them down though first Jess 2012 the number one song in Maryland LMFAO and Sexy and I Know It I'm Sexy and I Know It this was a fun time this is a fun time they in, took like, over. in, like, music. It was so cool. It was just light. Yeah. Nobody was really talking about, like, heavy. The rap hadn't gotten, like, heavy yet. It's just dance. Just dancing, having fun. Yeah. Just messing around. Uh, back in 2011, the number one song in Maryland, Bruno Mars and Grenade. It's not one of those Bruno Mars songs that I think about. Like, if you were to ask me, like, name, name a Bruno Mars song, I wouldn't go to Grenade first. But I feel like everybody knows the words. But when it comes on, you sing it. I sing along. Yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, I'm going to take you back a decade now. Over a decade. The number one song in 2002 in Maryland. And these guys like, so this is my graduating year of high school. And this is like, you couldn't get away from these guys. Nickelback. And you remind me. Nickelback. Why Why did they become like the <laughs> meme before the meme was a meme? Like, know. it's not fair. I think that they look like they're nice guys. I, I think they sound nice. I think like, it's because I like, don't wonder what's the wrong. The rock is like, like the music's kind of heavy, but the lyrics are kind of soft. So which it's is like, nice. Which, which category are you it's in? It's emotional. What you know we, what? They what were we ahead of their time. They were. All right, let me take you back to two, uh, 1998 now, okay? Uh-huh. A moment in pop culture history. With a song that you probably haven't thought about in a while, Master P, and make him say, uh. Okay? <laughs> say, uh, uh, I don't know the song. I was you, five. You don't know Master P, make him say, uh? You're so young, man. Okay, Master P and Make Him Say Up. Uh, big song. But that was it. I mean, that was pretty much what you just heard was the song over and over and over okay. again. All right, Master P, the song, n- not a huge success on the radio, but it came out today. Oh, this has definitely been sampled. 24 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a big deal back in the late 90s. Yeah. Here is why Master P ended up being such a big deal. Because he was the very first entrepreneur rapper. No way. Well, he didn't ever make... I mean, this honestly, this song was only got to number 16 on the Billboard charts. Sold uh-huh. 1.2 million copies. It, it did I mean, okay. 20, come on. It did okay, yeah, for itself. Yeah. But what Master P was a master at... See what I did there? Yes. Was taking his money and investing it in other things. The year this song came out, he was the very first... Let me get this right. He was one of the first rappers to see a vast entrepreneurial uh, potential in hip-hop. Yeah. Started to negotiate lucrative rights to his own music. Wow. To get it back to himself, making more money off of his own music. 1998, the same year he released this song, he made Forbes list for the highest paid entertainers. Oh my gosh. With probably the weakest actual entertainment portfolio, because he really only had like 
some okay songs. Yeah. You know? But he was smart with his But mind. he was smart with his song. And that kind of led on to people like Dr. Dre making beats. Totally. Headphones, right? Yeah. Made, what, a billion dollars off that I'm thing? sure Diddy as well. Diddy? Yeah. Think about... Um, Jay-Z. What, what are we calling him now? Yay, Kanye with Yeezys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making all this kind of money outside. That's sick. Of their actual thing. But Master P was like the first one to do it. That's cool. And, and that song is where it started. Make him say, oh, <laughs> 24 years ago today. Did I give my date COVID? <gasps> I think I may have given this girl COVID. Are you kidding me? And maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe you can't sit here and take a blame for who gave who COVID nowadays. No. Let me take you back, though, to last week is we were working from home because I had COVID. I tested positive for COVID um, two days, at three days after Christmas, right? Yeah. And I told you there has been this girl that I've been trying to meet up with literally since before Thanksgiving. She travels for work. She does mm-hmm. something with nursing. And she lives down closer to D.C. So our, it was it was like always chaos, 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 trying to like find time. Going back and forth. We're both busy, right? Yeah. Then I get back and we're like, we're going to meet up right when I get back. Okay, cool. I got a few days in January. Awesome. You're locked down. Then I get COVID. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, listen, I'm about to be out of town for two weeks. She had to go to Michigan to go do some work stuff. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to see you till February. So like if we're going to like meet up, we need to like meet up before I leave. I'm like, dude, I got COVID and I'm going to, I literally, my 10 day mark is going to be on Saturday. She's going to leave on Saturday. Yeah. She goes, I I mean, day nine, you should be okay. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't feel comfortable going outside. Like I don't really, <laughs> it's your risk, I guess. Right. If you want to really do this. And I didn't see the big deal in just waiting another two weeks, to be honest. I really did not That's see what why you said. either just of you could have just been patient. I don't think it's a big deal. But since we were working from home. We couldn't take phone calls, but we said if you could text us, we would oh, read a text line oh, home. Oh, uh, uh, Well, I, since I couldn't get phone calls from you guys, I just had to make the decision <laughs> no, on my own. No, I, I don't read, blame this on Maryland, I said, okay? I said, listen, does this sound crazy? Does it sound crazy even though I'm on day 10 that I should meet up with somebody? Yeah. I mean, day nine. Um, and so the uh, the plan was, if we were going to do this, she's like, I'll just come up there. She's going to be up near here anyway. I'll stop by on Friday. Let's just hang out and see if this is anything. At your, at your place. Her choice. Oh, and see, I was like, she can't go into your apartment. It's all nasty in there. So, yeah, that was all first marinated. Off, the first problem is I'd been <laughs> no. shoved up in the house for that many days, no. right? But what we did, and like, it was okay. It was, a, it was all right. It was kind of weird because. So she just came to your house? Yeah. We was that weird? DoorDash. It was. Because I'm just thinking like, for me. No one comes to my house until unless I know them very well. And yeah. I get that you guys have been talking back and forth. So I'm just curious if there was like this awkwardness of like the first time you meet somebody since it's not like at a public place. Kind of it's like a security blanket yeah. almost like background noise. So you're just in your apartment. And you're like, hey, <laughs> kind of. Hey. Yeah. Well, I always have host anxiety. For anyone that comes to my house, yeah, you, he does. not Kramer like won't stop moving. He's yeah. like, he's like constantly like moving this? things around. I'm yeah. awkward when it comes to that, right? Even with me, and I'm like, dude, chill. I've known you for like seven years. Why are you being creepy? I have a big sliding door there. I kept it open. It was like zero degrees outside. I just didn't know what to do <gasps> because I was so paranoid of what was going to happen. Okay, so that's how the date went. It was okay. Like, would I meet up with her again? Sure, it was fine. Okay, right? Yeah. All things considered, I'll be damned. Tuesday night, and we've been talking back and forth, whatever. Yeah. Tuesday night, if I don't get this right here, just look on your screen. <gasps> She literally hits me with a picture of a positive COVID test. This would have been five days. She says, I can't believe this. I literally just feel like I have allergies, OMG, and it's a positive COVID test. Yeah. No. No. Do you you think that I gave her COVID? No, I think she had COVID when she went and saw you in your apartment. There's a part of me that feels really guilty. 
Are you serious? And this of like, should and like she's fine. She's not. Her symptoms are mild. You no think you deal. gave it to her? I, I don't know. Would you feel that? Let me tell you the first two thoughts that went through Maybe my head. Maybe your house gave it to her, to and be honest. Tell me which one of these, if either sounds rational. Number one, first thought was, I gave I gave her COVID. Like when she came over, I gave her COVID on day nine. Okay? That okay. was the first thought. The second thought that goes through my head, and tell me this is crazy or not, is that like, is she just meeting up with like a ton of dudes that possibly have COVID? Is that my own insecurity here? Or am I like, is she just throwing caution to the wind? Well, that's what I told you, remember? I was like, if she's willing to do this with you, you don't know, like, her life and, like, what she's doing. Because, I mean, she doesn't owe you any of the information. No, she doesn't. But uh, she definitely has COVID, so. Oh, no. I'm so sorry to her. I want to talk to Maryland Labor Warriors, okay? And I had to define this for Jess yesterday. It's a term I came up with probably 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And this is women that even though that they are in labor or damn near close to it, they're out doing just extraordinary things. God bless you guys, by the way. I feel like if I was a pregnant woman, probably from month three on, I would just be in bed. (laughs) I just don't know how you carry all that weight around. You wouldn't move. I wouldn't move. So have you heard these stories before of women that are like all the way up to like giving birth? They're just out doing crazy things, right? Mm -hmm. This story popped up out of Virginia yesterday. Remember when the uh, snowstorm last week? Yeah. This woman named Chris was about to give birth and she, uh, she, she goes into labor and she's... She knows because she had an ultrasound, her baby's turned sideways. Yeah. And that if the paramedics were to come to her house, she was afraid of what might happen. So she was like, I need to somehow get over to this ambulance. The problem was the ambulance was stuck in some ice quarter mile down the street. So she was at her home mm-hmm. and they couldn't get to her. Could, the ambulance, because of the snowstorm, couldn't get to her house. Right. And she knew if she gave deliver, she delivered the baby in her house. Without anyone or any help or anything. Then she was going to, she could possibly be in trouble. She knew yeah. she was in better hands if she were to actually get to the ambulance. This woman, while in labor, about to pop this baby out, literally walked a quarter mile through some down trees, through a creek. Insane. In the snow. To get over and to be able to uh, to get to the ambulance to give birth. Mm-hmm. That's like absolutely incredible. Here's her it's husband. A quarter mile. It felt like a long time. She had to, she had, she was having contractions like every two minutes. So she kept stopping and just let her breathe through it and try to encourage her. And then she was incredible. The whole time. Husband's standing there like, just breathe, having breathe. contractions. That's walking insane. through the snow. And it's freezing. Nuts. It's over in Virginia. But I know there's women here in Maryland that are what I'm considering a labor warrior. Ones that, like, right before you gave birth, you were out doing something just extraordinary. Didn't you say something about your mom yesterday? Well, my mom was pregnant with my sister. She was working, I think, either until the day before, or I think she even had a hair appointment. My mom's a hairdresser. I think she even did someone's hair the morning of. That she gave birth. That she gave birth. I know it was either the day before or the morning of. My mom was still working. I'll consider that. My mom was telling me yesterday, because we were talking about the story later on the show. My mom told me that she was playing tennis. The day before she gave birth to me. <laughs> Running around. Play, playing tennis? Running around back and forth. Was that you too? 410-583-1065. Like, were you those labor warriors? Like, even right up until you gave birth, you were out just doing something extraordinary that you probably, that some people probably would not be able to do mm-hmm. nine months into pregnancy. Will you call us? Jennifer from Timonium, good morning. Good morning. We want to hear your amazing labor story. Okay, so I was working, like, right up until literally the last second. I had this, like, major project that I had to get done when I started feeling what I thought was just, like, indigestion. But um, 
Uh, and I, you know, and I full out, like, I was at work, like, we are in my, like, three-inch heels, like, we were going for it, I was gonna go to the last second. And so this indigestion just, like, keeps getting worse, and, uh, and I stayed till the end of the damn day, even though it was so friggin' bad, um, and I had a baby by midnight. But you actually were in labor, so you're thinking, like, oh, like, I'm, you know, my stomach's Harper. hurting or whatever, like, but it's actually low-key contractions, but you're, like, I mean, okay, that's my biggest fear, honestly. One of my biggest fears of, like, when I get pregnant is because you're already just so uncomfortable. Yeah. So how do you know when it's, like, time versus, oh, you're just I, uncomfortable being pregnant person. things, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm stubborn as hell. So I, well, I, see I that. was like, um, I'm making it through. Yeah. <laughs> Did part of you not say that maybe this is an indigestion? Maybe I'm actually birthing a child right now? You know, women have very high pain tolerances. Yeah, yes, you know, yes. It's hard for me to tell the difference. As you're proving it right now. Right. That's a great Let's clap yep. for an amazing labor story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was great. That's a good one. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, if, if you're a labor warrior, like right up until you gave birth, you were out doing something extraordinary. 410-583-1065. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. CDC researchers have confirmed that the Delta variant of the COVID of coronavirus is still the most deadly strain in the U.S. Officials say Omicron is half as likely to cause hospitalizations. And when it comes to death, it's 91% less likely when it's compared to Delta. CDC data shows based on a seven-day average, there are 1,600 COVID deaths a day nationwide. However, last month, the Omicron variant became the dominant strain. And in a number of major areas, Omicron cases are already trending downward. Our statewide positivity rate is 26.91%. Did this happen to you after you got COVID? I've been hit up multiple times because Jess had it last year. Mm-hmm. When did you, do you remember what, what month that was? It was the summer, wasn't it? It, it was around this time last year. Oh, okay. January. Yeah, like January, February. Um, I had so, not so many, but probably two or three either emails. I got a phone call the other day asking if I want to participate in a research study. They'll pay me $800. Really? And I'm like... This almost sounds too good to be true. Like it's a scam? I've just never heard anything like that before. It might be. I don't know is anything scammy? about that. But I that, mean, you know me. I don't trust nobody. I know. But it sounds eight, like a scam to me, but I don't know. Is, that, is this real? Does anyone know if this is real? If I can make $800 on my COVID, though, I am oh, mad about no. it. You know? Number two. If you've been on Facebook or Instagram over the last few days, you've probably seen the 10-year challenge pop up on your feed. So the challenge asks you to post a picture of yourself from 10 years ago and a picture from you today side by side. It seems harmless, but participating in this challenge could actually make you vulnerable for hackers. It's called data mining, and many cybersecurity experts say it's a sneaky way for hackers to take over your computer. And a lot of those, you know, innocent quizzes you see on social media could also be a part of this as well. The quizzes ask you cutesy questions such as, what was the first car you owned? What was the name of your first pet? Or what was the first concert you went to? All of those answers could be used in security questions when you establish accounts online. So just be careful. Are we overthinking it though? No, that's such a good point. All those questions right there, are you kidding me? I mean, I guess. Seriously. I, I just, I keep waiting for you to post one, by the way. That no, seems I'm... like a very Jess thing to do. Jess loves a good no. viral. Money more. Whatever. Number one. 
The twin flames are becoming one. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are officially engaged. Megan Fox shared the news last night on IG in a video with a caption, and she spoke about her and MGK returning to the place where they fell in love in July of 2020. And then she finished her statement with, quote, and then we drink each other's blood. MGK shared his own video when he showed off the ring he gave her that he designed with uh, Stephen Webster, saying, quote, I know tradition is one ring, but I designed it with two. The emerald, her birthstone, and the diamond, my birthstone, set on two magnetic bands of thorns that draw together as two halves of the same soul, forming the obscure heart that is our love. It sounds right. All that sounds all about that's MGK to extremely me. on brand. Like if they didn't drink each other's blood, I'd be like, it's not real. Honestly, I think she just said that just because because every how everyone feels about them. I think she just put it in there just but, to. But do you? I don't. I don't think they did it. I think they're playing you, into it. But like, it. would you be shocked if they did? I mean, no, no exactly. Be you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, some people do that. You're like, ah, most people are like, ah, but those two, I'm like. Hey, congratulations honestly, to though, them. I think, I hope it works out. They're on, at first I was like, kind of like weird about them, but they're so, they seem so happy and like. Seriously. The right pair for, you know, you see a couple and you're like, yes, like yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah. That works. Yeah. That's them. This you know? is Jess and that was your top three. We're going to try to do another talk me out of it today. This is something we came up with a couple of weeks ago. Do you want to explain what we're looking for right now? If you are currently in a situation that kind of seems a little insane, we try to talk you out of it. Or maybe if it's something that you should do and maybe you're just too scared to do it, we give you the courage to take that step. Yeah. The idea that you have in your head, like, you know, you know, it sounds a little crazy. Yeah. But maybe it's not. Like maybe we'll be like, no, that sounds completely normal. Go for it. Totally. Or, or maybe we, as collective, as a as a radio show family, mm-hmm. will be like, Ew, probably not. That it's probably the worst decision you could ever make in your entire life. Doesn't sound like the best idea. So like, if that resonates with you right now, we'll start taking calls four ten five eight three. 1065. And like we said, we'll keep you anonymous for this. So we have the voice disguiser. We won't give your name or your city or anything. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 1065 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.